I'll take I'll take ownership. It was my fault we're late tonight, you know. So I'll take that one. That's not a problem. So <laughs> welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy, joined by my co-host Sean Rixby. Special guest. You know, Masters, we, the we, we love the yeah, master. Yeah, yep. yeah. Bring us in, Sean. You want to bring us in? Go ahead and introduce <laughs> our guest. No, you go ahead, man. All right. Straight from uh Moonshiner's Master to Ziller, Devon. Graham, did I say it right? Yep, yep, you got it I, right. I forgot from the time five seconds ago to now, so that happens quite a quite a bit. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> more often than not. Yeah, just I'm terrible with names. Um, it'll be five minutes. I'll be like, "Who was that guy, Sean?" It's like, dude, I just told you his name three minutes ago, and I'm like, I know, I forgot. So, yeah, yeah, tickle, <laughs> tickle was calling me Yvonne on TV. So, it's hey, all man, good. it's all good. I've been called worse. <laughs> so, welcome to the show, man. It's nice to have you here. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Shit, man. Anytime, anytime. It's been a long time coming, though. Yeah, yeah, it has. But, uh, so I'm sure, have been I'm here sure Sean's had you on the schedule for a while, so that's yeah. how it is. Like, so <laughs> well, so scheduled yeah. out, it takes a while to get people on. So, well, there for a minute, I quit. I, I quit scheduling anybody just to get caught up, man, because yeah. it was like so far out. But then. I, we we got him scheduled, and then uh, the release come about, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. Or not the and release, the, but the, the run. Holidays, yeah, yep, yep. And holidays, you had, you had your run and your mash, and you know, it's, that's life. Sometimes, man, that's how it goes. But you, you know, it's shit. all it's all for the greater good, and as long as you're having a good time, that's all that matters. So, anyway, I'm I'm hearing jars and stuff over there. Show me that bush light peach. <laughs> And then I got some of uh, old Red Dog's uh, cherry apple cranberry. Oh, did you have that when we was down in uh, Beattyville? That's when I got it. Ah, oh, man, I just wish I'd have tried that. that was, that's the rough part about staying in a separate hotel this time. It's like I didn't get to sit around and try all the good liquor that <laughs> was coming through, so I missed out on that. That won't happen yep. again. I'm getting my reservation in early next time. So I don't blame you. You know how I don't blame it is. you at all. It's, uh, what about you? I, I never went outside, so I still got some old uh Uncle Dum Dum's liquor from last time. Yeah. yeah, it's good corn liquor from when I, I stopped down in this place down in Florida on Memorial on Memorial Day. So hard, you know, hard to go wrong. It's, Pour your corn liquor in the glass. Yep. Yep. I ain't been long, got out to work, man, so I ain't had time to crack open nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the night's oh. still young. The night's still yeah. young. So and it really is. It really is. Oh, but uh, so go ahead, man. Uh, yeah. Tell, tell us, us about yourself, my man. Tell us. Um, yeah. Start from the started. beginning. Yeah. yeah. Start from uh -huh. the beginning. Well, I mean, I'm Devon Graham. Uh, I competed on uh, Master Distiller Season 4 uh, on episode Bang for Your Buck. I mean, I ended up losing, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I Originally, I did heat and air, uh, but now I'm the cable man. You know, part of chasing my dream, I ended up losing my job doing heat and air, so I had to switch careers. So, uh, you know, so, so Sometimes what you think is a step backwards is two steps forward, so it all happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I learned something new, and uh, I keep learning something new every day. So you know, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. So. Uh, Hell yeah! But I mean, pretty much other than that, I'm you know I work. I'm a family man. You know, I got two little ones that keep me busy. So <laughs> I'm always yeah. working or doing something. Yeah, they they keep you busy from the time they're little till uh, forever. <laughs> Even when they get older and they become adults, they still keep you busy. So. Yeah. And enjoy them while they're small because they get yeah. big quick. So. Yeah, that was one of my blessings, you know, switching from heating and air to, uh, you know, cable. I have more family time now. So, uh, you know, that hey, was man, that's, a good thing. Yeah, so. that's worth more than anything else because, you know, you can always work, but you can't ever get the, that time back. You know, kids are only small once, and once they're not small, you just, yep. you know, going backwards, man. So, enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> but, um, yeah. At what age did you become interested in moonshine? You know, at what age did you decide that, oh, man, I want to make moonshine? 
Um, well, I started watching it like when the show came out, I was in high school, you know, and I watched it up until really when I started making it, I was about 18, you know, I watched it long enough and I said, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So that's kind of what started all of it, you know. Um, so. Did that, so go ahead, Easy. Uh, are you self-taught? Did you, did you have a buddy you learned from? Did you have a family member that you found out had it in well, the blood? Like my granddaddy, well, my great granddaddy and uncles, they made it, but they passed away, so I didn't ever meet them. Um, so for the most part, just self-taught, you know, watching the show and uh, watching YouTube and just trial and error, really, you know. Um, Making mistakes, that's what it's all that, about. That's right. Uh, so I learned it along the way. Something worked and something didn't, so that's what got me <laughs> so here. When you was watching YouTube, did you happen to stumble across uh, Phil Bell and yeah, I watched them a few times too. Yeah. Yep, that was. I uh, used to watch a lot of their shit before we met. You know, just because y'all come up with some random shit. You know, it's cool as fuck though, man. It really got people fucking watch the shit out of that commentary, yeah. man. It was all about the commentary and the, and the shirts. <laughs> the commentary, man. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Not like good commentary. So, um, so Devon, talk about like uh, the your first still did you build your first still did you buy it uh, well my first your... still it was it was basically you know the chinese pot still off of amazon man uh, looks yeah. like a pressure cooker i started off on the stove in the house um i modified it you know just to see what i could get and then one day i just got tired of it and i bought a sheet of copper and you know I just kept progressing and growing bigger each time so All right, so you got a sheet of copper. You you built your own still. Yeah, every one that I got, I pretty much built them, modified them. Uh, yep, every one of them. Nice. Hell yeah! What was the first thing that you run when you got your Vever? Wow, Vever Chinese still, whichever whatever it was. Yeah, really, just uh, I went to the grocery store and bought some cornmeal and some sugar, man, and uh, some bread yeast and. Went to uh, town, my I, man. My man, yeah. <laughs> my man, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. I, I found like this old hillbilly dude on damn YouTube, and uh, he was making it in a damn cooler, like his mash was fermenting. Yeah, I was like, all right, this sounds cool. Let me do this. shit. So. Yeah, I could do that, man. You would see somebody ferment a cooler or a trash can, you're like, bro, that's up my alley. Like, <laughs> I'm made yep. for this. I had it all under control to that shit got all over the floor and I was in trouble then. <laughs> when you was fermenting, it got all over the floor. Yeah. I yeah headspace, man. Mm-hmm. I had that shit everywhere. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> and ain't nothing worse when the old lady sees you make a mess in the house with a hobby. Yeah. And, oh man, I still hear about the 20 gallons Go ahead. of, uh, you got to say it. You got of, of sugar wash that I dumped, I dumped in the living room. So, Winter time, you know, I, I did all my fermenting outside, froze my yeah. ass off, and I'm wheeling 20 gallons of of corn mash and sugar through the house into my man cave on a dolly, and I hit the chair, and that thing just slipped out of my hand, and it went everywhere. And yeah. I, I guess I will say I, I'm lucky to still be sitting here today. <laughs> she, yeah, she was madder than an old wet hen, that's for sure. Yeah, our separate bathroom, that was like for the longest my damn mash room, man. So I'd have this whole end of the house just smelling like fucking alcohol working off. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was part two. Like, it stinks in here. I hate yeah. the smell. I hate it. I hate the smell. So, Yep, that's for sure. So. It's a good time now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good time. So um, you say the uh, that was your first um, recipe that you ever did. Did you have any issues with it uh, fermenting off or? Oh, well, shit, I didn't know nothing about running liquor then. So, hell, it probably would have took damn hair off a wooden leg. You know what I mean? So, I just, it worked off and fucking I put it in the pot and I ran it and I didn't know nothing about heads, tails, none of that shit. So, nothing. Just mix it all together. And... No, I didn't even know how to check the proof. I was drinking that shit, and I laid down that night, and I just remember closing my eyes, and I was fucking spinning. I said, "Well, <laughs> I better not do that shit again. I better research some more." So, <laughs> hey, I mean, it got you drunk, therefore you—it yeah. was a, a success. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I was it clear? Goal, but, yeah, was it clear? Well, yeah, it was clear. Um, I've I've had some shit being cloudy. Uh, 
luckily the first time it came out clear but like i said i didn't know nothing about separating it or proof or so whatever the hell i ran i just went to town on it drinking it so and i was higher than a damn georgia pine so <laughs> you're damn right man you don't know you don't know your yeah. first start now you don't know all you know is you made liquor and that's mm. all it takes and you're like got me drunk yeah it, it got me drunk that's all i know you know i started out with cornmeal and sugar and by the end of it i was drunk success that was was basically it i was like i I remember watching popcorn sutton on youtube so all i knew at the time it was some stout shit that's that's right you know was there a lot of drugs or was it uh was it just a straight pot to condenser or was there a thumper it was basically like a pot until to a, a worm and then i made like a mason jar thumper Nice. And I added another mason jar thumper, and then it just kept growing, and I didn't have enough damn pot, so I had to do something different. Yeah, yeah. That it, it had to get bigger so. somewhere. You can only add so much attachments on on yep. that little guy before it's like, man, I need something bigger. Yeah, and then nice. the damn rubber seals and shit in them pots, they're good for starting out, but yeah. fuck, I, I'd have a mess all over the kitchen and the stove, and and that was my ass when the old lady seen it. So. Oh, yeah, you already know. Like, man, I'm going to wait for the old lady to leave before I run this. Hell yeah, yeah, I said, it's time to find a way out the damn house. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I wind up hands covered in paste, paste all over everything. Mm-hmm. So do you do you prefer a, uh, uh, a tri-clamp still or, or paste now? Well, uh, now I, I just recently added uh, tri-clamps to my steel. You know, um, it was challenging soldering them to them. I mean, it's kind of different, but I got it figured out. So, But it's now different. that I got it. Now that I got it running, it's a lot easier. There's no damn mess. I ain't gonna worry about crumbs and all this other shit, flower bowls. It, uh, it's definitely cleaner, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot less interactive and it's cleaner. <laughs> it's it's simpler. Yep, but I don't have to look for a damn rock to set on the cap. None of that shit. Yeah. I just clamp it down and let it roll. So, I, I always find myself looking for a gasket. I can't ever find a gasket. Like, I can't ever find a damn gasket. Always one short. One tri clamp short, he's got to go digging for him. So yeah, that's that's my problem. But my son, he's he's gonna be an outlaw for sure, man. He wants to do everything <laughs> I do. So nice. he'll tote, he totes half of my shit in the yard. So when it's time to run, I have to send him to hunt it down. So, <laughs> but luckily he must keep up with it or have a yeah. system for it. As long as he knows where it is, we're good. You know. So. Yeah. I remember when it was like that. I ain't like that no more. Now it's you're weird. Don't look at me. So <laughs> enjoy it while yeah. they're little, man. They get older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what everybody tells me. Now yeah. I say he talks too much. And people say one day you're gonna hope he talks to you. So, <laughs> but Wait, you wanna that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Good, times. Yeah. good times. Yeah, man. I I enjoy it. Like my youngest, they're little. You know, my son's about to be three, but I, you know, I don't keep shit from him. You know what I mean? Certain stuff yeah. I do, but like. Hell, I'll take them out there. We'll we'll make moonshine. I'll, hell, he'll get up there, stare to mash. He'll, you know what I mean? It's it's just a bond with my son. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and and that's a, when they're at that age, man. I mean, even when they're older, that's what it's all about: is spending time with them, trying to get something they enjoy that you enjoy. You guys can do together, and you never know. You never know, man. He might be older and look back and be like, man, you know, I'm going to open a distillery in honor of my dad. He taught me how to moonshine. It's just. You know, you're planting that seed for it to grow, and you just never know. You know, like like you said, you you had uh, your your grandfather and them made a little liquor, but you never was a part of it. Well, you know, like this is a way for you to pass on your love and your passion to your one of your children, and and maybe they'll run with it later on down the line, which would be super cool. Yeah, maybe maybe one day my son opened a distillery and he can say he's fucking master distiller without damn twenty people jumping him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he could, he could say he's a master. Did somebody call? Nobody's talking about you, Sean. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh shit. Well, I mean, it's just a, it's just an opinion. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know but yeah. yeah, you good? Go ahead. The the show, man, it's designed for you to begin be against the damn odds. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking TV. You know, if me and you are going to run a steel, whether it's 20 gallons, 10 gallons, whatever, we're not going to do it in fucking four hours. You know what I mean? Like, or we're not, we're not going to run no shit that we don't normally do, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's a time crunch, man. It's about like no time for love. 
Yeah. <laughs> so such, speaking, a, such a time that, rush. You know, like um, when, when I was at Sugarlands, and like as uh, I may have told this story before, uh, but there was a group come in, right? And this guy was going from distillery to distillery, and he was like, so what make, in your opinion, what makes you a master distiller? I said, I don't know. Or how long does it take? I'm like, I don't know. I've, I've, I'm not. You know, it's, um, it's, I think it's one of those things that's a subjective term. Like when somebody says MJ's the GOAT or LeBron's the GOAT, it's, it's subjective to everybody's opinion. Like what you think is a real master distiller is different from what somebody else might think is a true master distiller, you know, or, or you could be a master at running one thing because it's the only thing you've ever run your whole life. And yeah, you're a master distiller at that. It's well, just, it's, I think it's a real subjective term here. And exactly. And, and that's what, uh, you know, Greg was saying. He goes, you know, most people, most master distillers do the same thing every day. You know, yeah, that's on yeah. that, these big ass distilleries, you know? <sighs> yeah, it's definitely just a damn uh, a phrase. You know what I mean? Like, Fuck right. It. How how I look at it? Yeah, we all went on TV. We competed. Some people won a title, but I'm pretty sure every damn body goes to work, and punches the clock for eight, ten, twelve hours. They got fucking bills, responsibilities. So, I mean, what what did you really get? You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, you know what do you get? We all we all put our shirts on at the same at the same way. Just some yeah. of us don't have sleeves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's true, man. That's, like, that's the way it is, you know. Shit, I, I mean, I ain't taking nothing from nobody that won. Hell, everybody went there. I wanted to fucking win. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't want to leave there losing, but fuck it. At the end of the day, it was a show. I learned something from it and kept it pushing. You know what I mean? So. Well, and, and you had a, a different road there than, you know, say a lot of people. You know, you, you were slated to go on one of the, uh, was it season three? Uh, well, yeah, I think I was supposed to be on it first season three. But what had happened, they sent me a damn COVID test. And I, I told them, like, the FedEx people left it outside and it looked like the dog chewed it up. But they still wanted me to fucking take it. So I was like, it's, it's not going to be right. So I took the shit, sent it back. They called me. They was like, you got COVID. You can't come. So I was like, I went to my own fucking doctor, you know, drive through shit here like two or three times, sent them the test results. And they still wouldn't let me come. So luckily, the opportunity came back around. It was almost a year later, but. Yep, it was uh it wasn't a, a damn cakewalk for sure. It wasn't something that I just sent an email in and signed the paper and I was there, you know, the same fucking month. It was Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a long wait process and and just just all the stuff you gotta jump through. you know, most people if they knew what they had to go through, wouldn't bother. You know, right. like and most people can't wait like that to get impatient. Uh, you know, and then you got people like Sean who's a master, so they, they call you. And fuck you to come on. <laughs> I promise you, they, they, it 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 uh, uh, it took. So I don't even remember the first time I the, the first time I got called was before Jimbo's episode, and that was the pilot, wasn't it? That was the pilot, yeah. And then uh, they called me back for season one and asked me if I wanted if I was interested still, and I was like, well, yeah. Then I heard nothing back, and then season two, and. Uh, I got lucky. Only, only got you lucky once. Went back. Yep. So that's all it but takes. But so, what what you make on the show? Me when I went on there, man. Like I normally just make corn liquor. That's what I do. I mean, it ain't traditional. I don't fucking cook it down and you know separate the starches and all this other shit. I, I mean, it, during the time crunch they give you, not enough time for all that. Yeah, so I I kept it simple, man. I took some fucking real fine grind up cornmeal that I'd use at home, and I just I heated up my water and I took the damn corn and the sugar, threw it in the damn fermenter and poured the water on it and rolled out with it. You know what I mean? Hey, man, I, if if I remember uh, correctly, when they was tasting yours, you're like that's that's good corn liquor, you know, and, <laughs> and you know that recipe is through the end of time, for the beginning yeah. of time, you know, just corn, sugar, water. Use that corn as flavor. Get your alcohol from your sugar, and you're gonna make a decent end product. Yeah, when you look at it though, man, like TV has took moonshine in a long way too, though, because 
when you look at the old timers, they made this shit to feed their families or, mm-hmm. you know, they they mm-hmm. lived off of it. So they didn't have all this money to experiment with different shit. So they did what they did and that was it. Like it would have been super cool to live back in the day, learning in the woods like that. But to live nowadays, we're living during a moonshine renaissance, a moonshine yeah. revolution. You know, there's just so much here, so infor- much information to learn from, people to talk to, people to meet. And it's just it's so different. It's just so readily available that if you want to take it, you could take it from just starting out to open a distillery in a year if you had the money. You know, in, in the in the the drive to learn how to do it just because it's everything is here in front of your face for you to learn from. And if one person can't answer your question, there's 30 other people who can. Yeah. That's one thing about it too. Now, man, I mean, it's like, it's out there. It ain't like, it's not something that's secretive. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, people that make it, there's a million people that will help you along the way. Uh, I said it. Shit. There's people that yeah. There's people that make videos of themselves making illegal moonshine and put it on the internet for the world to see, just not giving a shit. You know, like let me help y'all learn how to do it. Yeah, man. I, sometimes I, I wish I could do it, but I know North Carolina <laughs> they they pick my ass up in the morning. So <laughs> as soon as I cut the damn fire off, I'm going. Yeah. To jail, so. <laughs> but I'm sure yeah. they they wait for me to be passed out in front of the still. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like you know the the whole master distiller thing right you got me well all three of us okay it's cool we can run um with fire but you go to get put in a distillery with a 500 plus gallon pot with steam and i'm not talking mm-hmm. about just us i mean anybody that competed on the show that did not well i guess for perspective you had a lot of people on on the show that come from um bigger distilleries right and a lot of the people that come from bigger distilleries never ran a 20 gallon pot on flame so it would have been the exact opposite right Mm -hmm. that's that's the funny part about that because i mean you're you're like a fish out of water yeah definitely um because faye that was on mine that's she came from a distillery so it was all a new you know something learning for her so you you hear a lot from the people that are on there and they're like I've never run a 20 gallon pot on a, on a, on a banjo burner before, you know, and then we're all sitting over here at home. Like that's all I run is a 20 gallon pot on a banjo burner. And yeah. you can def- you can definitely see the learning curve, you know, when it goes down, like um, who was it? Thomas on your episode, Sean, mm-hmm. um, you know, he wasn't sure. So he yep. grabbed some, some plates. Like he like was on the like big he, stills he runs at home and it just didn't run like the stills at home. Cause it's all different. So and that, and yeah. that's what um, I, I'm preaching to every, all, all these um, winners, you know, um, that are master distillers. And and, and it's going to be a uh, interesting experience because it's not how they thought it would be. Are you talking when about when they, they fire up that big old steam jacketed still for the first yeah. time? Yeah. yeah. And where yeah. A, a little half a turn can make or break your, your run. <laughs> just the yeah, smallest little a little half a turn can make or break your run at yep. any point in time and, and it's crazy to think that and and it heats up i mean you're talking a 750 gallon still right that thing will you turn the valves to turn the steam on and from there until it's putting out liquor it's about 45 minutes to an hour yeah yeah man and see they're <laughs> like everybody thinks that basically using a burner and a pot at home is dangerous but damn steam is a lot dangerous like i worked on boilers so it's kind of the same concept, really. I mean, one wrong Your thing, popping and cracking, some pressures off anywhere or leak or something, you're in fucking trouble. So I can only imagine. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I can see it being totally different. That's for sure. But well, and, and and I don't know. It's the the what we were on. It really put people out there, you know. And I feel like that. It gives everybody more opportunities, you know, whether it, it don't matter the outcome at all, in my opinion, um, because I know a lot of people. Well, I mean, well, look at Thomas, right? He's never ran a 20 gallon pot, but he's running a distillery that's got uh, his vodka one more win and, and his vodka's platinum. Yeah. And that's just stupid to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, 
I, I got to try a sweet potato vodka. Didn't you have some? Yep, yep, and that's what it is. Yeah, yep. That's what I thought I got to try that. It was it was wild. You know, you're like like wow. <laughs> yeah, with the show, man, you get a lot of opportunities and stuff, man. But what it taught me overall is just to humble myself. Like I just watched so many losers, winners, like everybody just got fucking big headed and like you know, it's supposed to be a brotherhood and everybody mm-hmm. preaches, I got your back and this and that. But at the end of the day, it's really fucking a doggy dog world. Like on Facebook, behind a phone, everybody's buddies and leaving great comments and shit. But they will stab you in the fucking back and cut your throat. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like any other aspect of life, you know, like, yeah, so, some people are more in it for themselves for the game. Um, and some people are more in it to, to help the, the person next to him, you know, and, and, you know, some people don't know how to, how to deal with a, a 15 minutes of fame and, and the ego gets a little inflated. And then some people, it's just like, man, what, who cares? Like, all you hear from Sean is like, I don't care. I don't care. Just give me my jar. <laughs> just yeah. give me my jar and I don't yeah. give a shit. You'll never hear from me again. You know, I won't tout it. I won't push it. Um, and, we, he, we, and he won and feel like that. So, <laughs> You know, it's humbleness, man. It, it goes a long way. Um, yeah. I mean, at first I, I was like, well, I was on TV, you know, I was like everybody else. But then I just realized, I was like, fuck it, man. Fuck the shirts and all this bullshit. Like, fuck it, man. You know, at the end of the day, I'm me. It was 15 minutes of fame and hell, the bills didn't stop. You know what I mean? The clock yeah. didn't stop. I still got to go to work tomorrow. So I just was like, fuck it. You know, I've never, I've never signed any cleavage, but LeMaster. So. You know, it ain't, yeah. <laughs> ain't ain't that big. It's <laughs> but yeah, it's, like you said, it's all about it's all about learning. Learn opportunity. You had a good time, and at the end of the day, it's all matters. You know, you learn something yeah. and have got to meet good people. And I'm yeah. sure you met some good people that are uh, that are friends for life. You know that you, you call brothers now, and I'm sure you met some people. You're like, man, I'm glad I don't live by that person. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. I met a few that I, uh, that I was like, fuck them. <laughs> uh, John Bent saved me a couple of nights from having to open up a can of whoop ass. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, can ima- I can imagine that all yeah. those different styles and just, you know, egos and just personalities combined. And then, you know, everybody's, you, I'm, I'm sure from the sto- story Sean's told that the liquor's flowing and I, I'm sure it's easy for something to get taken out of context or, or, you know, or just somebody, there's always somebody where you're like, God damn, man, I hate that dude. I don't even know him, but just, oh, I yeah. cannot stand to be around him or listen to that person talk. <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you what I enjoyed, though. I, hey, it taught me how to be a damn drinker because I'm telling you, we drunk every fucking day that we were there. <laughs> I didn't even know I could drink that much, man. <laughs> I had all the motivation yeah. in the world to get fucked up. Yeah, Sean drank that much. He did yeah. for sure. Yeah, but it was only one night for me though when I drank it. Yeah, man, shit. It was uh, we drunk my first run. Yeah, we drunk every day, man. And then I had a uh, John Bentz was there, man. He motivated me more than I needed to be. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Bentz, man. Yeah, Bentz is all trouble. We had a good fucking time. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was it was great. Outside of filming and all that, just fucking. Being at the motel, meeting different people, it was a good time, man. Was... So, what was your experience with uh, filming? I mean, was it? Did you enjoy it? Was it what you thought it was going to be? Man, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It ain't like sitting at home on Wednesday night watching this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a, <laughs> that's a lot of fucking. Can you say this again? Can you walk back to this line one more time? Fucking they'll. Put tape down, walk back to this line. I was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I was I was ready to be done. Trying to I edit it in. Like I, yeah. I'd, I'd be a terrible person to have on a show because I, I say so many one-liners and just off-the-wall shit. They'd be like, oh, man, just we're cutting that out. Can you say it again? Or don't say that again. Yep. They could, <laughs> they could tell me to move my hat. They couldn't see my face. That's a problem. I was like, man, like, y'all don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> Yeah, man. They kept telling me walk back to the line. I walked like a duck anyway, so and I had on big ass <laughs> boots. I, hell, I couldn't even find the damn tape out. <laughs> I can't see my feet. How the hell am I supposed to find a line on yeah. the ground? So, yep, that's exactly right. But yeah, so, um, 
if if you were just say for shits and giggles, you were invited back on there, but you got to pick what you were making, what would you make? And uh, would you go back? Yeah, I mean shit, if they call me tomorrow, I'm gonna pack up and do it. Just just to damn do it, you know. Oh uh, man. Shit, you only live once, you know. When when it came down to coming going this time, I thought about it. I was like, Well, I am telling the world I make fucking moonshine, you know. Some places <laughs> you it's like saying I sell crack, but I don't, you know what I mean? So I was like, Fuck, should I do it? Should I not? But you'll be surprised when you're out and about if moonshine the topic comes up who is interested and who starts asking you questions. I've had 75 year old women corner me in a, we was in a, um, a furniture store and she just started going on and on about how her daddy used to make liquor and she'd take jars down and they drink by the river with her friends. And, and then her husband comes around the corner and he's like, Oh yeah, we used to go down. And, and all of a sudden I'm sitting here talking to an 80 and 75 year old couple about how they used to drink moonshine back in the day, and I'm just like, this is it's amazing, you know. Yeah, you just, honestly, you never know. If I went back, I think I would like fucking like to go and where it's just like everybody's blindsided. Like, let send us all pick up whatever the fuck you want to mash in and try to make and see what happens. You know what I mean? There, there's not a set thing that I'd say I, I want. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and go do it. I rather walk in the room with a whole lot of shit and whatever you get is what you got. You know what I mean? Like. They say on some episodes, they say run what you brung. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I like, feel like I, I like the episode where they they took them out and all the like end of end of life fruit, you know, like all this fruit's going to rot. Choose what you want from out here and make you a match. Yeah, or, That's what I would like to do something like that, man. I feel like everybody's equal then. Like, if you got to get this, they put you in a room and you know, it's different shit, but it all came from the same place, same sugar, yep. same this, same that. We all at the same damn disadvantage, you know what I mean, sir? I'd yeah. like to walk in one blindsided. Like I don't, I wouldn't want to sit down and prepare what the fuck I'm going to do, or even have time to practice it. I'd rather go in there, mash it in, whatever I get, and run. That's what I got, you know what I mean? That's you just know, me. Nothing puts you on a more even playing field than being like, here are the exact ingredients as your competitor. You got the exact time to, to mash it. You're going to run it in the same exact still, and the only difference is. It, and in my opinion, the biggest difference in each each thing is the run is the the person running it, the shiner, you know, the distiller, the person running that still, making that mash. It's always going to be different from somebody who has the same exact items and opportunities, just because the person is what makes the difference. Yeah, yep. and some some things that are kind of them put you at a disadvantage too. Like when you mash in and do the first run, like for me, it was like fucking. Five, six, seven days before we ran again, you know. So if you brought like fresh fruit or whatever the hell you were going to use to infuse or put your thumper and shit, by the time it came, it was bad, you know. Like me, for instance, I brought watermelon from North Carolina. I had to go to the damn grocery store up there and buy it because what I had went bad. You know what I mean? So, oh, never <laughs> even never even visited that topic to where, you know, it, it takes you five, seven days before you run. So if you're using fresh fruit, then you have to worry but now sean when you you got to choose from the fruit stand right didn't you pick yep. up your fruit and they took you out to the fruit stand yep. you got to choose from there and it was all fresh now when you uh did you instantly after you picked your fruit go back and start making your infusion for it or was it like one day we re recorded this and then we came back the next day and yeah. we did the run that's how it was we we made the run that day um actually that was uh the second the elimination round. So when me and Scott wound up moving forward, me and him went out to pick the uh, or whatever it was we wanted, and uh, <clears throat> then the very next day is when we made that uh, the next run. Actually, no, that was Sunday, and then we were off Monday for Labor Day. I think it was. Yeah, I and think ours Tuesday. was kind of was kind of like postponed more because something was going on with I guess like the damn permits or whatever while we were there. So our season part of us, we had to go over to Adventure Distillery and distill the first run there. Then we had to wait so long until we can go back to English Mountain and run again. You know what I mean? So it was kind of yeah. it was disorganized as hell, to be honest with you. A couple bumps along the way is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From beginning uh, to end. 
Yeah, I'd tell anybody to fuck it. If I could go back and do it, I'm going in fucking shorts, cowboy boots, and a see-through tank top because it's hot as hell in there. Yeah, I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with shorts like JJ had on and no yeah. sleeves. Shit, pull- yeah, this right. I'm gonna chop mine off too. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out the spanks and sleeveless shirt. I'm going JJ. JJ, send me a pair of them shorts if you're listening. Because if the damn heat don't get you, all them fucking lights will. You'll come out of there a damn shade darker because I felt darker when I left out the lights. <laughs> it's a fucking tanning bed. <laughs> no, you can you watch Sean, you can see Sean just miserable that day, like long-faced. <laughs> I just wanted to get down. the pot loaded and sit down. Yeah, they they set you up for failure for sure because you're running liquor and anybody after so long you're gonna start drinking the shit and it's already hot as hell. So, hey, quality control, man, you got to know what's coming out of the end. So, yeah, my second uh, like my second run, I might have did better, but I was fucked up. I'm not gonna lie, like I was <laughs> I was I was good and fucked up. So I was like, oh well, it is what it is at this point. So. Hey, you know, like you're here for a good time, not a long time. Let's get it. So, that's right. So. As long as you're having fun. So do you prefer uh, to run like a grain liquor or a uh, brandy? Or have you messed uh, up with brandies? Or Man, normally I do like or watched or somebody that I idolized. It was like fucking old timey. So they, you know, they made grain liquor, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's been me lately. I've been trying new shit. Like I, I've made some rum, um, different things. I just, just been trying it. You know, I ain't got nothing to lose. So why yeah, not? It, uh, as, as a small craft distiller, uh, you know, you get bored and you want to try some stuff sometimes and see what you like and what you don't like. Cause you never know. You might stumble on something like, dude, I really like that. I'm going to run the hell out of that. Yeah. So, yep. So, um, uh, and the best part about you know home 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 crafts distiller is it's small. You know your batches are small. It's not thousands of gallons, so you're able to make that jump and buy that that you know buy that molasses or buy that honey because it's not it's not going to kill you in the end. Yeah, I mean some days I miss being on the stove though because fucking I can create all <laughs> kind of shit with ten <laughs> gallons versus. If I'm a, you know, well over fifty, I, you'd have to, I'd hate that to pour some shit out. So it, yeah, it kinda, yeah, it gets to the point I'm gonna do what I know is gonna fucking work and make alcohol. So <laughs> damn right, like, yeah, ten gallons is perfect for R and D. You know, a little ten yeah. gallon mashes; those are perfect to learn and see what you like on. And when you get up fifty, hundred, yeah, that's that's a big bill. It can be a big bill to swallow if you make a mistake or don't like the end product. So understandable. But if you if you got big and you got you know you don't like them product, that's the uh, the nice thing about having a ten gallon pot sitting around. Yeah, right. throw it back in there and run it. Yeah, I right. still I still got that beer keg I got from you, so I, I still got it. <laughs> oh, you're not you're not you're not still waiting on it. <laughs> no, I think I, Ben is I, still waiting on his. <laughs> I had lost hope for a while, but then he was like, he texted me like, "Hey man, it's on the way." <laughs> oh shit but um so do you rerun anything like are you a one run and done person or do you just do a stripping run and then spirit run or man to be honest for the longest time when people was like i'm doing a stripping run i was lost as hell because normally i fucking pot cap thumper and what comes out is what i got you know what i mean i let it run all down you know get it to the proof I want it and it goes where it goes, you know, the word stripping runs, the words still sound like Chinese to me when I hear them. I just don't understand them. Yeah. The way, <laughs> the way some people explain shit or say what they're doing, I'd be lost. I just, I, I yeah, give which, up. But you know, I, I, I understand it. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> you run all your liquor off from top to bottom and then rerun it in a yeah. spirit run. So. I know I know it now, but at first, like oh, yeah. TikTok, you watch everybody on TikTok, so I just start talking to them, and hell, I'd get lost during the conversation. So I said, <laughs> "Well, I'm going back to what the hell works for me." That's yeah, be- you know, that's because um, science class takes place on TikTok. You know, if you want science, yeah. go to a fucking lab, in my opinion. And it's a, a lot of crazy shit. Like, I be watching some of that shit. I know it ain't good, but <laughs> I I enjoy the the back the back home just rigged together. 
you're not sure how it's making liquor, but they're still in, yeah. still pouring amazing liquor out of it. And you're just like, how in the hell? That has got to be one of the most redneckery things I've ever seen in my life. And I love it. I want to see more of it. That's a JJ style still is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yep. yep. Just- yeah, man. Like mine, I can build them and they ain't pretty. And the soldering joints ain't the best, but fuck, they work. We had that conversation the other day. I, man, any kind of metal that somebody puts in front of me, I'm going to fold it and make it hold down mash and I can run it. I promise you. So. Uh, hey, man, it ain't about how it looks. It's how it runs. So that's the same thing I preached to the old lady about me. Like, man, I might not be pretty, but I'm effective. And that's all that yes. matters. <laughs> a couple minutes. <laughs> that's right. Seemed like a little long, Sean. I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't say you were. I was talking about you. <laughs> oh. oh well, you're lying then. Quit lying. Quit lying. So that's awesome. So, do you have any plans down the road, man? Are you planning on opening a distillery or doing a collaboration with anybody or? Oh, uh, well, man, I had thought about it because I'm, t- I'm to the point like I don't want to I want to do this shit, but I don't want to keep doing this shit illegally, I guess, you know, it, even though it ain't really like you're selling drugs, you might as well be. I mean, yeah, it's like I'm, I ain't making no money. I'm just doing what I love. Yeah, I love of it. You do it for a hobby because you like to do it. I just like to build shit. And I, I mean, I like to do it. That's fucking eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten hours that. The bills don't matter. Damn, the grass needs mowing the trash. That's just time. I'm in my own little world. And, you know, fuck it. I'm like a kid in a candy store. When it starts running out, you know, it, that, that's what I waited for. So It's, uh, it's a getaway, you know. It's a little getaway. I, that, I dig it, man. Yeah. Um, I want to find some legal way to cross over into it. You know what I mean? Just because, like, I don't want to be just fucking here my whole life. This is my hobby. But, you know... You kind of got shit to lose. If the police come, they ain't going to care if it's five gallons or fucking 50 yeah. gallons. We all, I mean, they're going to book me and then I got to damn figure out how to feed my kids. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. all unwanted bullshit. You know, and, and you know, you love the hobby so much. Hell yeah, you'd love to see your face on a jar or at least a jar with your name on it. I'd keep my face off of one. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you want to see that, you know, like it, that's that's the end goal for everybody. I would. I don't want to say for everybody, but you know, for most people, if you had an opportunity to get a jar of what you love to make and you're able to produce it and put it on there, you're gonna jump on that. You know, just to say, just to have it there, like, oh yeah, got me a jar. That's my shit right there. That's me. I yeah. made that. So yeah, that that's really my just finding a legal way to cross over into it. That's that's my you know goal. Uh, Trying to make that jump without sinking all that money, like, <laughs> like that's the hard part, you know. Yeah, that that's part of it too. It's going to take a little bit to go. So, yeah. Uh, so, is, is there a lot of distilleries by you? Nah, man. Like where I'm from in the area, they really ain't shit here, man. It's uh, see what where I have it bad, and I get you know just just speaking on my area, it's kind of like people here there's no opportunities no jobs no employment and they don't want to break the cycle so look if they're living and they ain't got shit and they ain't doing shit with their life and you're doing better than that nobody likes you or wants to see that you know what i mean so i go through a lot of bullshit where it's just because i'm trying to make something to have something not for me but because i got two little kids i don't want them to live like i did and shit like that yeah your goal as a parent is to make sure that your kids live better than you did and just that the average people in my county or area they don't they don't see it that way they're like oh his ass was on tv so fuck him you know what i mean so yeah. i just get it unnecessary <laughs> bullshit or my name's always in some shit i don't even know nothing about it you know what i mean like <laughs> so going on tv is like a blessing and a curse for me so same it's like a blessing and a curse man but yep it was definitely a good time but i wouldn't have done it over yeah, some days I like I said I'm glad I did it, and some days when shit hits the fan or shit's going on, I'm like, "Fuck, man, I wish I wouldn't have did that." So, so how did you feel about the runs that you made on there? Were you happy with them? Well, the first, the first one, man, I shit, I already knew when I tasted it. I was like, "Yep, this is the shit. I, this is the shit I've been making outside." <laughs> oh, there he is. Did uh, did you take first in the first round? Would you number one jar? 
Yeah, I had if the I remember correctly. So I lost in everything, man, but just that I felt like I won. I didn't have shit else to prove when they dropped my liquor and it was just corn liquor, but they was like, This shit's great. So I was like, fuck it. If hey, nothing that, else. Yeah, you got to hear that. They liked your yeah. corn liquor. You know, they love corn liquor. So, yeah. you know, just you know, like with anything, like if I make something and uh like the first time I ever handed Sean a jar of my banana brandy and he was like, Bro, this is I love this. This is amazing. I'm like, dude, you ain't gotta lie to me because I'm standing here. <laughs> don't lie to me because I'm standing here but you know when somebody you respect and their opinion and, and they give you a honest feedback and they're like dude I really like this and you know like, it makes you feel a different type of way you know you're like then, yeah. then some then one of the guys is like uh, yeah man uh, the worst liquor I ever tasted come from a winner on Master Distiller <laughs> yeah I, I hear that a lot man <laughs> But, oh, you know, shit. Opinions, you know, like we're all entitled to our opinion. So yep. <laughs> the problem is, is when somebody, when grown folks let somebody else's opinion get to them. Like, I don't know how I can never let somebody else's opinion get to me. It's just the way, like, that's your opinion, man. You're entitled. And that's what makes it great. Everybody has their own opinion about things. It's like everybody does things their own way, you know? So, like, I don't have to. I don't have to agree with your opinion, but I'm I'm going to respect it because it's yours, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, me, shit. If nothing else, the world knew I could make corn liquor, so fuck it, it didn't matter. <laughs> you damn right. You know, mission accomplished. I made some yeah. shit that'd get you drunk. <laughs> yeah, he. I knew they were. They would be like, well, he he made some shit that that's pretty good. So fuck the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, it's one of those things. Like, oh man, I could die, I die a happy man right now. I don't need to go any farther. <laughs> so, everybody that's run anything for a length, lengthy amount of time, or a lengthy amount of time, whatever you want to call it, um, usually has some kind of a story where it almost got you killed, or or just a good, or a good, something. funny story. You know, you got any good ones? Well, I'll tell you about my damn, uh, well, not my first deal, but the, the one I got currently now. So I guess uh, I should have put, took the damn building steel class 101. So <laughs> I fucking, where I soldered the bottom end of that motherfucker, I walked off one day. I mean, I had the fucking burners cranking, man. It probably hit like fucking, it was a 200 when I walked off from it. So my, my son has a power wheel. So he was like going to the fucking road wide open. So. My fat ass is trying to chase him down, so I come yeah. back. And uh, back then, I just had, like, this rigged-up-ass party tent outside I made liquor in. Like, everybody knew. If I wasn't in the house, I was in this big-ass green tent that was in my yard making liquor. <laughs> like, they, they knew it. It was like the fucking Indian TP. Like, let's go over here and hang out. So <laughs> hey, We but, know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't a secret. It was like, well, we know something illegal is going on in that motherfucker. <laughs> But he took off to the road with the power wheel, man. So I'm running, fucking about damn near fell, broke my neck trying to get his ass. So I come back and I unzipped the tent. I mean, the whole bottom had blew out that bitch. And all I see was like this white smoke. Like when I opened that bitch, it was like, I thought that shit was going to blow up, man. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm done. So was it was it steam from your mash getting on the burner? Yeah, basically the bottom had blew out of it. Um where I sealed around it, I should have bent like a fucking lip. You know how everybody does. Should have folded the bottom. Folded, folded. Yeah. Bottom, boys, boys. Boy, gotta fold that bottom. <laughs> yeah, that, man. That, that fucking thermal expansion will get you every time, man. Every <laughs> damn time. Yeah, so I, I fucking you know cut my bottom out, made my body, and I took it fucking two by four and stacked plates and made sure it sealed fucking tight. But and I hadn't had no problems just. I shouldn't have left the damn burner that high knowing it was about to make alcohol, but shit yeah. happens, hey, you know hey what man. I mean? You got to save the kid, man. That's priority Hell. number one, so. Hell yeah. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll be explaining how I built a bomb out of this motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, so on the uh, on the next on your next stills, did you start folding the bottoms and all that and bending them over and tacking them down? Or was you just like, ah, it only happened once. I'll be all right. Nah, I still do. I do shit my way. Like, you know, everybody ain't going to agree with it or like it, but hey, I do what works for me, so fuck that, it. <laughs> you're damn right, man. That's all that matters. As long as it works for you, then who who cares, you know? Like, yeah, shit, as long as I can get it to seal and I can run alcohol through it, fuck it, you know? You're damn right, um, man. 
I said, when I did heat and air, that's how it worked. Fuck, as long as we get this shit sealed up, and it's holding Freon. <laughs> it's holding. It's good to go, man. Like it'll hold Freon. It'll make liquor, so we're good. Let's get it. Damn right. My first, like, one of my first deals, I used fucking, you know, silver solder and oxygen settling, which I guess is like shunned on. I still do it sometimes. Like, fuck it. If I can't get plumbing solder to stick. It's gonna stick with that, you know. It ain't going no damn where either. So make it stick. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. If I can't weld it or solder it, I'm gonna make it fucking hold. I promise you. So, <laughs> hey, it don't it don't matter how you cross the finish line as long as you get there, you know. <laughs> so yeah, but it's been you know it's been a journey. I've made good shit, bad shit. I've made shit that I wasn't fucking I wasn't clean a window with before. So <laughs> you know, that sounds like every person I've ever talked to. You know, we're all going to make some swell. We're all going to make some rot gut along the way. We're all going to make some window cleaner. But then, you know, yeah. the time comes where you're going to make some really good stuff and all that hard work pays off. And and then, you know, you might go 10, 15 runs flawless, but don't ever think you're above getting shit on by the moonshine gods because it's going to happen to you along the way. And you're going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. That's rookie yeah. shit. I made that mistake. It happens, you know. It doesn't matter if you uh you've been running the same still for thirty years and you might turn a knob a little bit too much and 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 puke a basket. You just never know, you know, like or you know, you <laughs> might never have an issue. It's just that's, that's just the way don't be flipping me off, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> like man. that little under table innuendo shot at you, huh? <laughs> yep. It seems like every run though, man, something's yeah, going something. Something's going to go wrong. It ain't going to oh, be catastrophic, yeah. but fucking something, you know. There's always going to be a little hiccup along the way, and it's just like, have you learned how to deal with that, or are you just going to let it ruin your whole run? And usually the first time it ruins your run, and later on you learn, learn a lot, learn, learn how to deal with it. So, mm-hmm. Yep. How you to fuck when everybody, I've seen, I get on TikTok and I see all these fucking mason jar thumpers. So I, I'd send pictures to Sean Rigsby. I'd build all this shit and I, I like, fuck it. This shit wasn't work worth a fuck, but it looked cool as shit. And man, it was, I was like, my match would be good. Everything the same steel, same damn thumper worm. I'd run clear, just great liquor. I built all these fucking doors from on there. It shit be cloudy for fucking days, man. Uh, <laughs> Me and uh, Larry, when we was running together and stuff like that, we'd fucking, I'd hook up them jars. We'd argue about it because he'd be like, man, don't do that shit. You're going to fuck up the whole run. Here I am putting all these fucking jars. And sure enough, man, it shit be, it'd be cloudy as hell. It look like milk. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I, fi- I figured out them damn mason jar thumpers weren't for me right then, man. <laughs> you know, they're all for all for certain people, man. Like, uh, yeah. you see some people like Sean, Sean will run them, you know, and it's just like, it's crazy to watch people who that's what they do and they run great. And then you try to run them yourself. And you're like, this son of a bitch is full a third of the way through or, or, you know, you, you have problems with other people, but you know, it's just like anything else, you know, whatever yeah. you practice with is what you're going to be good on. So, you know, it's, you know, what's funny about that is I ain't ran one in about three years. Sure. Uh, a jar. Jar yeah. thumpers. Thanks. Man, yep. they work good on like a damn—I guess a smaller still, like a beer keg and shit like that. They work fucking great. But when you feel like when you've got some big shit and you're trying to run, it's like too much is going on. Like I got the idea because I watched fucking Mike and Jerry and Daniel. You know, they had this big ass steel thumper, yeah. all these fucking jars that's all around the fucking woods, and that shit looks cool and it's making alcohol. But now, Sean, how big is the uh, still they run off of out there at uh, Beaver Liquor? The one that, that badass setup that Rick built for him. Uh, I think it's a fifty gallon or hundred gallon. 50, fifty or hundred. I, th- I think it's a fifty. Um, because what he does is they'll they'll do a stripping run off of three hundred gallon that they have. Okay. And uh, he'll take that and he'll rerun it through the jars and then infuse his flavors infuse in that. Whatever, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, it's uh, yeah, beaver liquor. Um, the first thing I ever tried from him was that uh, okay. rice uh, vodka. The first, and then, uh, and then the yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Sorry, the first thing through jars that I tried was that uh, pumpkin spice vodka. Same. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, it is. It was wild. It was you know, it was just so. 
it was flavor. It was a flavorless alcohol with all that flavor. That, yeah, that makes any sense. <laughs> Made <laughs> distilled from rice. Yeah. Yep. Um, and someone asked if that was nine jars. No, that was eight. <clears throat> eight jar rig. Yep, four but, and four. And, yep. And what's funny though, um, since because he moved that still to a different um, uh, location, he opened up. And Rick actually built a um, a uh, a condenser to go in between the pot and the jar. So they instead of just doing a full bypass, and then whatever, just do a um, just condense it. Okay, so instead of bypassing the jar rig, that got it to where they can just go straight to the condenser before the before the jar rig. Yep, that way because so he could just you know it's a three way valve that way he could just yeah, turn yeah, it and yeah, he could yeah, go through yeah. the condenser and then when he got to the hearts he just opened it back up to the jars that way you know he wouldn't lose the flavor but yeah for sure supposedly it runs great I mean we've tasted it uh, you know proof is in the pudding man I, we've seen plenty of videos of it running so mm -hmm. yeah he had the trial and error man trial and error so yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with once you get everything done, set up, and, and, and ran the way you want it as far as the still itself, leaving it there, not messing Man. with it, you know? Yeah, that's when you go to moving shit, too, and it ain't the same way it was, you, you'll have a million problems there, too, man. Dude, mm -hmm. the smallest change, it makes it like a completely different still. It don't matter what it is. The smallest little difference, like you said, just moving it, shifting a little bit of the weather that day. It's going to run different that time, man. It's never the same. Never. Yep. And, uh, well, like the end of Sugarlands, you know, the, the gym basket, what Ian was talking about a minute ago, that was the first time they've ever run that since they've been open. And he turned up just a little too bit or too much. And then it blew over some of the water that actually was sitting on top of the fruit. And it uh, come out pinkish red. But mixed together as a whole, you can barely tell. Yeah, if at all. And, uh, so. Yeah, if at all. How big was that basket? Like, it was hard to tell in the pictures that you were sending us, but it looked like it was a solid, you know, 12, they were both, inches. I think. I think they were both about ten gallons each. Nice. And uh, what how, what size was it? Was it like eight inch? Oh fuck, I don't know. Ten? How big are the plates they put on there? <laughs> you know, you're supposed to have all these answers, Sean. You was there last week, dude. You didn't take notes. You know, I'm going to ask you these hard questions. You don't know the answers to. How often do I take notes? Right. <laughs> Touche. I'll give you that one. I don't even know how to use a pen. Yeah. I ain't used one of them in a while either. I think, man, at the distilleries, they're like the coolest one when I was up there. So we went to damn Sugarland and different places and got to go behind the scenes. Oh, there at Kelly's, though, in the back, that damn copper steel that they got there, that they got Ben Floyd runs, that, of Ben Ford. That's a, that's about the coolest shit I've seen while I was there. We still better than drunk off of it. We was drunk as hell for free, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they realized what we was doing until it was too late because, man, <laughs> That's a, hey, a good times, you know. Like yeah, Sean man. took me up there, and that's when uh, we got to try that pineapple upside down cake when it was Before still in pre-production. Yeah, yep, that was a good time. It was. Um, do they have? Is that three hundred gallon or four hundred gallon they got? Do you know? Oh, uh, I want to say the one that they see. There's two sitting there. I'm not. They had one that somebody just built while we was there. It was like seven hundred gallons. But they wasn't using really? it. I want to say that the other one is either two fifty or three hundred. The one that the main one that he was running. Um, but they had a bigger one, so I don't know if they were getting ready to expand or what, but it was sitting back there in the floor ready. So hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So so what's the smallest still you've ever run and what's the largest still you've ever run? Uh, the smallest one, five We've been gallons. around. Yeah, smallest one, five gallons. Biggest one I've ever been around or seen run. I was right at about 300 gallons. Um, then, you know, something that I run kind of about 
close to a hundred or so, you know, it leaving headspace and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So nice. It's been since the show, I think really like after I made it out the house and off the stove, I went to basically 50 gallons. So, you know, going on the show, that was kind of like back being on the stove for me. Cause it was like, you wouldn't, I didn't make, but probably put about 10 gallons of mash in there. No, how, you know what I mean? So, hmm. Oh, on the show? Yeah, I didn't fill that shit up. I put enough to make alcohol. <laughs> you only need so, one good jar. Yeah. So were you able to use uh, your mash for the second run? Yeah, I, I hate I did, man, because it sat so damn long. And see, I used basically green. So it was like, by the time I ran that shit, it was so strong then, I, I shouldn't have. I should have just fucking put what I had ran and water in the pot. And I really, I shouldn't have used the damn thumper either. If I can go back, I'd have just poured every damn thing in the pot, hooked it to the worm and see what the fuck came out. If I could mm-hmm. go back, uh, I think using my mash and then the fucking thumper, it just, it, it knocked everything off the second run. Uh, I kind of knew, like I knew in my gut, I was like, fuck man, but it was too late then. So mm-hmm. I trunked the shit. It, it was good. I mean, you weren't, you weren't supposed to, unless you win, I guess you can't take your fucking jar, but hell, my first round winning jar and my fucking losing jar, I snuck them bitches out of there, man. And they, I drank the liquor out of them, but the jars are still in my damn cabinet. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, party yeah. gift, man. Like you know, got got to take something. We got to have a souvenir. Got to yeah, be a good souvenir. What's a better souvenir than the liquor you got to run? You know, like that yeah. that, first, that first jar. That's your first legal run. You know, first mm-hmm. jar from your first legal run, and it, it's memories. Yeah, I'm so shit. The winning and losing one meant something to me, so I, I brought them home and they were good. <laughs> yeah, it's all part of the experience, man. Yep, you're absolutely correct. <clears throat> but uh, if, go ahead, Ian. I was say, man, we're coming along the end. You got anything else you, you'd uh, like to say to the masses? Uh, are you still using bread yeast? That's my question. Have you switched to a different type of yeast or are you still a bread yeast guy? For me, yeah. uh, shit, I've been using uh, what is daddy yeast like everybody else, man. Every once uh, in a while, I still go to the damn grocery store, like, because some of the shit you order, like, I don't buy from Amazon no more because it seems like all that shit comes dead, man. I bought that shit, and I guess by the time I get it, don't shit work. So I either order it from North Georgia or just go get damn bread yeast now. So shoot me your address, I'll send you a couple pounds of bread yeast. <laughs> got All you, right. bro. I got you. But uh, now it's 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 called Saf Instant. Yeah, that's what it'll be. And, uh, everybody says uh, you don't want that rapid rise or instant, any, anything like that. But I would put that at ten percent. I'd put that Saf Instant against anything. It'll ferment, man. Anytime somebody's got a a stuck ferment, and, you know nothing's working, and I'm just like, man. Dump bread yeast in it, and it'll it'll fire up. And my buddy Ron, he's like, yeah, he had a mash and just could not get it to go. Tried repitching, adjusting pH, temperature, and I was like, bro, just dump some bread yeast in there, man, and give it three days. He messaged me back like, yeah, bread yeast, yeah, it's done, it's done, ready to run. And I think he uses bread yeast now. So, so do you use any nutrients or anything like that? Nah, I just. Fucking throw the yeast to it and let it go, man. Really, uh, I'm working on that, man, because I'm not, I'm not the type of person that care why something is working. As long as I can figure out how to make it work and it works, I'm cool with that. Yeah, so can't tell you why, too. but I can tell you it does. So yeah, so even like my heating and air background, there's a million people can tell you this part, that part, break the shit down. But if it's a hundred degrees outside, you don't give a damn what I did, as long as it works. So you damn right. So. That that's how I was. As long as it works and I can run, it, fuck it, you know. I, I think yeast nutrient is mainly for sugar washes and rums. You know, there's so much nutrients in your grain that it feeds off of. I've never used nutrients in anything other than a sugar wash. And I've never had an issue with it. Not saying you can't, not saying you don't. If that's what you do, keep doing what you do because it's what works yeah. for you. I just, I've well, never I mean, used nutrients. Better if you use, you know, an acid of sugar. Yeah. It will definitely but- help, but I mean... Go ahead. I guess, I guess, and like you know, the end of all of it for me, I just want to see like fucking everybody come together. Like when you go film and the people you film with, it's like a big family. So we all supposed to be that. So I just want to see it 
fuck it. If you got a title master stiller, cool. If this motherfucker lost, fuck it. Like, we're all fucking, when we go to Hillbilly Jam, everybody's fucking like this. We all love each other and fucking, you know what I'm saying? I just want to see it get back to that. Fuck it. Yeah. If you won, if you won, I ain't taking shit from you. Nobody is. Like, we're proud of you. You won. You did it. You know, if you lost, you like me, fuck it. You know, if you lost and you think you're a millionaire, good for you. You know what I mean? Just... I just want to see everybody just the bullshit stop and everybody get along and it just be fucking peaceful, I guess. If, if you could get along when you're around each other, there's no reason to not be able to get along when it's over the internet or anything like that. You know, like we're all here for the same reason to learn, love and drink. And so <laughs> let's, yeah. let's get it. Yeah. Everybody that's, um, whether you win or lose and, some people that have won um, make, I mean, of course, you know, some, you go to the show to win, right? But don't be a dick about it. You know, everybody's success is, I guess, dictated by them, right? So your success, you're responsible for that. Same with me yeah. and mine and, and everybody else's. So just because you win or lose, it don't mean anything, you know? Um, I just want my jar. And, and that's yeah. it. Want my jar and I want to disappear like a fart in the wind. That's yeah. exactly yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think everybody that went there, man, they sacrificed something to be there. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody lost something to be there, you know what I mean? So we all just went to have a fucking good time. Some people left with a title and some people, you know what I mean? It is what it is. So. At the end, of all of the I'm gonna just stay the fuck out of it, man. I'm gonna mind my business. And <laughs> hey, keep- <laughs> hey, you know, if, if everybody just worry about themselves, man, and and just lo- love your neighbor, love the person beside you, we all gonna get along. We all gotta get along to get along. So let's do it yep. together. Let's have a good time, and we're gonna have a lot more fun that way. So, yep, Most definitely. So, well, you know, uh, Mr. Graham, we appreciate you being on, my man. We thank yeah, you for man. giving us an hour your Monday night. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening and watching. We'll be back next Monday. I have no idea who it is. That's Sean's department. Uh, if anybody, Rodney and Margie Bradford will be on next week. A lot of people don't know them, but a lot of people do. Nice. We're going to have, have, have a duo on, a couple. Yep. yep. I like having a couple's on. You can always tell yeah. when he, he says something he shouldn't. They, the, the wife gives him a nudge. It's a good time. There'll be a lot of nudging. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure mine was sitting here. I should be nudging the hell out of me. Like, really? Really? My, uh, mine's going to beat my ass if I don't let these youngers out of this room soon. So. <laughs> you better let them out, man. It sounds like Sean's going to get it if he don't let Peaches out. I hear her barking in the background. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's been it's been a good time. Uh, so it's we'll been a good time, man. Um, anybody else wants to come on, get with Sean. Don't yep. message me. I'll, I'll tell you the same thing. It ain't my department. So we love all y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love all y'all. We appreciate you listening. And we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Everybody have a great night. Shine on. All right. Peace out. Bush latte.